What's up, family? You are tuned into Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. This is Resistance in Residence, where we profile artists using their gifts to change the world. I'm excited to bring to the airwaves Rashida Chase, a West Oakland native vocalist and culture education wellness advocate who believes that music is a healing force and a unifier of people. She's a member of House Music Vocal Ensemble Moon Candy and a part of the KPFA family. What's happening, Rashida? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing great, actually. Thank you so much. Um, Rashida, we're going to start with a little bit about you. Talk about little Rashida growing up in Oakland and discovering that amazing voice of yours. Ah, yes. So, as you said, I'm an Oakland native. I grew up in West Oakland in the Lower Bottoms. Um, I went to Skyline High School and was in high school and started with Oakland Youth Chorus. Which, uh, which is an amazing was an is an amazing organization, um, and I met a lot of my friends who I'm still singing with today. So a lot of the m- members of Moon Candy, the group that I'm still in, is uh, is comprised of people that I met when I was 14 years old, and I'm over 40 now. So it's it's been um, it's been a beautiful. That was how I got started, but it's been beautiful to be able to grow and learn with those folks. Um, so I started in Oakland Youth Chorus. I went to Indiana University and joined a group called the IU Soul Review, which uh, just celebrated its uh-huh. 50th anniversary this year. Um, that group had uh, people like Kevon Edmonds from After 7 and uh, several other uh, artists who are, you know, uh, a person I was in the group with was... Uh, is currently on tour with like Patty LaBelle. He's doing the Usher residency. Mm. So um, really got to Ooh. kind of work on my chops in that group. Um, and then I didn't sing for a long time. I didn't sing for 10 years. And uh, then I came back home in 2013 and a friend of mine, Valerie Trout, who is the founder of Moon Candy, uh, pulled me to the side and said, uh, I have this group and you're in it. So I'll see you at rehearsal on Tuesday. So, <laughs> so, that's, <laughs> that's how I that got That's about right for, for Ms. Trout. That's not about right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my sister, and she said, you know, music is a healing force, and we need you in this group. So uh, so I started working back with Moon Candy and, um, and have been ever since and, you know, have done various things around Oakland and the Bay Area, traveled, uh, had a group with my family for a while. Um, and yeah, just I've been performing lately. I've been more on the booking side, so I've been able to give artists opportunities uh, running the public music series Amp Oakland in downtown Oakland. So I'm able to give artists opportunities to be able to be showcased in front of the community and creating opportunities for the community to engage the artists who are living amongst them. That is such a critical role and, and such a critical role, particularly for black artists, right? And across genres, um, you know, I, I can Absolutely. say as an actress and a, a, a playwright, the folks that employ me are black folks, right? Yeah. And, and when I actually started being able to, to work um, consistently, right? I mean, I've been in the game a long time, but like 
it, it, it was it, it was when I moved actually when I moved to Oakland and black folks was like oh no we take care of our own here so I want to thank mm-hmm. you for for that piece of your work which is a good segue well also I'm just gonna say right on for your person in the Usher thing that's happened in my hometown and I went to go get tickets and then I had to let Usher skate all by himself because no. <laughs> those were those were those were high <laughs> I know I know uh, the prices of tickets so <laughs> <laughs> so I boy, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll save up a little bit each month, um, Rashida. But I also know you, right? We, I mean, we've got shared loved ones in common who are in these streets doing the work, and I know that I know you to be um, also uh, in the streets doing work. Can you talk about the intersection of art and activism, and actually how much more important that has become for you as a native, watching Oakland change so rapidly and dramatically? Right. So activism is incredibly important. I think it's something that, I mean, I was radicalized in 2017 because I was seeing what was happening with the process with the downtown specific plan and how the city did not really talk to people, um, did not get out and talk to the community. We're not talking to artists. We're not talking to the people that these plans were going to be affecting. And so I started to get involved with Oakland Creative Neighborhoods Coalition. And we started to work together to uh, get the Cultural Affairs Commission reinstated, which we did. Um, And then also to get more funding in the cultural budget, which we also did. So that was kind of the genesis of my community activism, uh, specifically geared towards artists. Um, And... Then I had a project, a development project that that I wanted to bring to fruition. And so I started working on that, which eventually led me to apply to UC Berkeley, which I just did <laughs> again, um, apply to UC Berkeley for the Masters of Real Estate Development and Design. And the reason I'm doing that is because we need more. We need artist housing. So we need more housing in general, but we need artist-specific housing because there are very specific things that artists have uh, that they need um, and that we require uh, just to, to be able to function and to be able to practice our art. And so um, that was something that I wasn't seeing. You know, I'm looking around and I'm seeing housing that's being built. Nobody's thinking about us. Nobody's talking about us. And um, so it was just kind of, it started with one project. And I was like, no, this needs to be a bigger thing. You know, we need to have places where not only are we able to live affordably, but also where we're able to practice, to rehearse, to be able to teach. A lot of artists are also teachers. And so having those spaces, and also creative uh, cultural commons spaces. And so I really just kind of started to interject myself into various parts of development, uh, participating in various community benefit groups, um, uh, like the West Oakland BART Community Advisory Council, and have been working with uh, my district council member, Carol Fife's office, on the Malanga Improvement Task Force. So Uh, working on some capital improvements for the Malanga, which is greatly needed. So that's kind of where I'm at with my activism right now. Uh, I love all of that and and places to perform. It is shameful to me as an actress that, like, I got to go to San Francisco, really, if I want to be in a theater. 
right? Or how hot they are, the one or two we have, right? They'd be booked because there's one or two. So thank exactly. you so much on a personal exactly. level uh, f- for that work. The last thing, uh, uh, sis, because I got to wrap up, but something you said struck me. No one's thinking about us um, or, you know, uh, and then you, you said a couple other things, but but they are in terms of the exploitation. That's why they Absolutely. come here. That's what they uplift. But then when it take, comes time to sustaining it, investing exactly. in it, particularly blackness, no, no, no goes there unless we fight for it. Yeah? Exactly. And I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why. I mean, I always tell people, I have a big mouth. I'm always talking and I'm always telling people what I'm doing, what I'm thinking about. And for some reason, people listen to me, which is great. <laughs> you know, so yeah. um, because I have that ability and because people listen to me, I feel an immense responsibility to, to do these things and to make sure that our voices are being heard, that we are being considered um, I actually just spoke to uh, Ray Bobbitt from the African-American Sports and Entertainment Group who um, they just got the rights to develop the Coliseum area. And so we were talking and I was just like, "This, these are conversations that I'm having with my friends and people that I know, my colleagues, and I'm not hearing anything from developers other than how y'all can use us to draw people to your spaces. I want to see investment in us. I don't want, and also the other piece is that when people think about artists, they typically think about visual artists, not musicians. They don't think about writers. They don't think about theater or any of the other artistic disciplines. And so that was something that I really wanted to make sure was brought to the forefront. And, um, and you know, that, that we're in these conversations, not for exploitation, but also just for real support. You know, I want to see Oakland support the artists that they use to bring people here for tourism and and to make money because art is one of the biggest exports of Oakland. And so I think it's really important that we support the people that create the culture that are the lifeblood of this community. All right, Sister Rashida, we have to leave it there. I thank you so much for everything you do for us and for coming on the show this morning. You've been listening to Law and Disorder, a podcast where we expose the cracks in our system, agitate for resistance, and collectively build a new world in which all of us can thrive. That's it for this episode, family. You can find more information about topics and guests in this episode's show notes. Law and Disorder is produced at KPFA. That's listener-supported radio on the Pacifica Network. The show is produced by Jesse Strauss and hosted by me, Kat Brooks. Our theme music was composed by Steve Raskin of Fort Knox Five. If you like what you heard, please follow us on social media at Law and Dis, that's D-I-S, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to holler at us about something you heard or send us a show idea at lawanddisorder at kpfa.org. You can also find our content live at 8 a.m. weekdays on KPFA. That's 94.1 FM in the Bay Area. Our show and all of KPFA's programs are funded exclusively by you, the listener. And if you're in a position to support us, please donate today at kpfa.org. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. We all we got, fam.